Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded April 15th, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we run through our initial thoughts on Biden's plans to raise corporate taxes, a hot topic in our conversation with equity investors all year. The big things you need to know, we think Trump's tax cuts played an important role in fueling strong equity market returns in 2017 through 2019, and our work suggests large cap growth was actually one of the biggest beneficiaries. We also believe Biden's proposal to raise corporate taxes to fund his infrastructure bill has been impacting rotation within the U.S. equity market recently. Investors have been worrying about higher corporate taxes all year long, and the stocks that were the biggest beneficiaries of Trump's tax reform have actually stumbled recently, telling us risks are getting baked in now. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major providers. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it to help other listeners find the show. Now the details. Key point number one. U.S. equity investors have been fretting about higher corporate taxes all year long. Some strategists have argued that the stock market has been ignoring the possibility of higher corporate taxes, but we don't think that's the case at all. This topic comes up in just about every meeting I've had with investors since late January, and we found evidence of how concerned both investors and RBC analysts are about higher corporate taxes in the policy-related questions in our March analyst and investor surveys. A couple of stats from our late March U.S. equity investor survey really stand out in this regard. 53% said the fiscal policy backdrop for stocks over the next 6 to 12 months is negative or very negative. 93% expected Biden to get something done on corporate taxes. And bear in mind that most of the survey results were in before Biden actually released his plan to do so. Higher taxes was also the number two issues keeping investors up at night in our survey, lagging only monetary policy. Key point number two. We think it's pretty clear that Trump's tax cuts helped drive stocks higher in 2017 through 2019, and also found evidence that Biden's plan to raise corporate taxes is contributing to recent equity market rotation. To understand to what extent Trump's tax reform and the possibility of higher corporate taxes under Biden has been getting expressed in stock market performance, we ranked all of the stocks in the Russell 1000 by the gap in their average effective tax rates in 2018-2019 and 2016-2017. We found that the large cap stocks with the biggest declines in their effective tax rates outperformed from mid-2016, when Wall Street started to sniff out the Trump victory, through mid-2019, the second year that the tax cuts were in effect. We are also starting to see some underperformance in the biggest tax cut beneficiary since late February 2021, which is telling us that the risk of seeing the tax cuts get reversed is starting to get baked into the stock market already. It's just happening under the surface through positioning as opposed to punishing market direction. Though the timing and duration varied, when we replicate this analysis for the Russell 1000 sectors, we find that most also saw outperformance by the biggest tax cut beneficiaries within them in the 2016-2019 period. In more recent trading, we are also starting to see a breakdown in performance of the biggest tax cut beneficiaries within most large cap sectors as well. Key point number three, our work suggests large cap growth was one of the biggest beneficiaries of Trump's tax reform, 
This was a finding that really surprised us. The Russell 1000 Growth Index saw a far bigger decline in its effective tax rates after Trump's tax reform was enacted than the Russell 1000 Value Index. We think this helps explain strong growth leadership in the 2017-2019 period when growth valuations were no longer appealing, as had been the case throughout most of the post-financial crisis era up until then. Now, this statement really isn't about tech. At the large cap sector level, consumer discretionary and healthcare saw the biggest declines in their effective tax rates in the Trump era. These are two sectors that, like tech, tend to be more closely aligned with the growth trade. At the industry level, pharma and interactive media and services were two of the large cap industries that saw the biggest declines in their effective tax rates. On the topic of which parts of the equity market benefited most from Trump's tax cuts, it's also worth noting that small cap, particularly small cap value, saw a big decline in their effective tax rates under Trump as well. But at the broader index level, we really didn't see the same performance patterns in small cap that we did in large cap. If you look at how the Russell 2000 stocks with the biggest declines in their effective tax rates performed around passage of Trump's tax cuts, it appears that small caps never really benefited from the tax cuts to begin with. That doesn't mean tax changes have been irrelevant for small cap investors, however. The biggest tax cut beneficiaries within small cap are heavily skewed towards financials, and we think that that's influencing the data. When we look at performance of small cap sectors other than financials, we find that the trends, both past and recent, are actually pretty similar to what we already described in large cap. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.